What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplify podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. And this podcast is dedicated to you, helping you simplify the video creation process so that you can reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. Whether that's understanding YouTube and the strategies on how to build a channel for your business or understanding some of the tech and how to get past your fear of being on camera, learn a little bit about the camera so you can actually use it and actually leveraging video for your business. So if you're ready get started let's dive right into this week's episode what is up entrepreneurs welcome back to the video simplify podcast with your hostess the mostess diana gladney this week we're talking about selling your products or your services using your content your video content that you are producing at the time that you would be listening to this episode air then you will be listening to the or it will be day one of the mastering micro course launch so those launch students will um, begin their their journey into getting better and creating better micro content that actually does the job of taking people from being just a viewer or somebody that really enjoys what you're doing and actually becoming a customer or a client, getting some kind of benefit of the services and the tools that you offer. So I want to dive into this conversation because I believe a lot of people get into a place where they get frustrated that they're not selling stuff, but somehow it, it, it's a problem because they're not they're not selling, but they're also not ever talking about it and never finds its way into their content. And it usually is based around the belief system that it has to be something that is I, I don't know what it has to fit into some category, but it has to be something that doesn't make them feel sleazy in some kind of way that you know, greasy car salesman adage that gets thrown around. And I don't know why that's even still a thing, because if you know that your product or that your service is of value and that it's producing value, valuable content or valuable, whatever the thing is of value generally to who it's intended to go to, where is this coming from? So I want to dive into this uh, more specifically uh, in this particular podcast. Um, I've gone ahead and made the decision. We are going to do a second session, a second round of the mastering micro course. That's going to begin on October the 4th, 2021. So if you missed that initial launch and you want to get in on the second session of the mastering micro course, it begins on October the 4th. And so those students that caught the launch pricing that got started already, they're already in the course getting going through the content now. Um, if it becomes where I'm just doing it as an evergreen, then it'll be available uh, beginning on October 4th. It's just making sure that those initial students that are going through are able to actually um, get their content and get the live sessions that are the bonuses and things like that. And I, I believe I'm going to go ahead and add in a bonus for uh, moving forward. So there's at least a replay of the live group coaching calls uh, that are available. If we do this second session live, I, I haven't uh, fully made up my mind just yet, but I'd have to get some kind of overwhelming response or request for, you know, the second session to have some live elements in there like we did before uh, the launch. But that remains in the hands of the community. We'll see what happens, but I can definitely tell you I doubt it. With our October schedule, uh, so we shall see, but either way, second session of the Mastering Micro Content course is going to become available on October the 4th. If you want to get access to that, go to masteringmicro.live, 
to get access to that course, find out more details about it and join the waiting list so that you are notified so that you don't miss that window. When we do these live, we offer these bonuses where content is available live. The reason why there's an open and closed cart date is because we can't have a tremendous amount of people. It just will not best serve those that are attending live to get their questions answered, go through their content and things like that. So if we do any bonus content where we do content analysis and breakdown for your specific content, then that will be an open and closed date, but more details to come. So go to masteringmicro.live if you want more details on that. Um, but I want to dive into this conversation around selling your products and services with your content because this whole idea that you can't or that you shouldn't, uh, again, this is not even an industry thing. So it's really more so a belief system that has to be tackled here. So we're going to talk about that right after we jump into this week's gear fix. This week's gear fix, we are talking about Kajabi. It is the platform that I love that I use that I have been using since November of 2018. I literally took about goodness me it would have it would have been I think it's like five or six for sure six or so services I had listed them out and you know it starts to get pricey these 20 30 dollar 50 dollar subscriptions that don't seem that bad individually adds up over time and Kajabi allowed me to not only have my email list associated automatically with any products services and tools that I sell or any uh, premium free offers that I provide all of that stuff is able to be linked into one system. So all I have to do is think about what it is that I want to create, put that thing together and I'm good to go. I absolutely love it. I absolutely think that this is a content creator's gem. It's a little golden nugget that you can keep in your back pocket. I know uh, you have different kinds of websites and stuff like that. I personally think Kajabi is one of the best, even if you only use it for your courses and stuff like that is, and you host your website someplace else. I just can't see a reason to switch to any other platform. So check out Kajabi, go to diana.link forward slash Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I to get a free trial, 30 day free trial. If you want to check this out, literally come up with the idea for what you want to give away or something like that. It automatically links in any offers, downloads, any funnels, all that stuff. Plus the course, if you want to. I love it. You can take PayPal, credit cards, a whole bunch more. But that's what I'm going to recommend for you for this week's Gear Fix. Since we're talking about selling your products and your services. So check out Kajabi. Go to diana.link forward slash Kajabi. So selling your products or your services through your content it's important because when you think about what it is that you're providing, the value that you're actually providing to your community, you really need to pay attention to why you're providing this. The why you provide the value or why you're providing this thing is obviously to give value, to help them achieve something, help them to do something. So you can almost automatically remove the ideal that somewhere in your setup or your process that you're not good enough, that your product is, I don't know, already out there. I mean, honestly, for many of the things that gets taught, shared, or otherwise online, more or less, there's like a YouTube video someplace that maybe mentions it, or there's a blog, or there's something. 
you but you also have to think about stuff like even books somebody takes 20 years of their life all their secrets more or less quote-unquote secrets and they bake that into a book so that people can have access to 20 years worth of knowledge lessons and the goods, the bads, all the things that they wasted money on, all the investments that actually paid off and really just get the best of of both worlds. Not only the specific tool that's being referenced, but also getting access to the actual lessons that they learned without having to spend a tremendous amount of money. Even if you paid $80 for a book, it's extremely cheap comparative to the what that person probably paid in time, money, energy, and effort just over the course of years to learn and do what they have done. So you have to think about the value that you're providing, whether that's a premium free offer, that's a downloadable that you're giving away to somebody, wherever that is uh, on the interwebs, you're helping them to achieve a specific aim. You've heard me mention a tremendous amount of times where I'm talking about the person, the problem, their pain point. Guess where that comes from? You've heard me talk about it already. Ray Edwards, the how to write copy that sells book. I don't care what you're doing. You need to understand and learn copywriting. Now, one of the things I, I really love about Ray Edwards and some of his taglines and things that he teaches is he'll say how to sell copy or how to sell you know items or whatever it is, but without feeling salesy or sleazy. And to be honest with you, most of the mindset that even comes from people that are in the position and I've been a part of, you know, launches, been a part of courses, been, uh, you know, just had the honor of working with him and the team over the last couple of, well, it's more than a couple now, the last few years. And the reason why he adds in the salesy or sleazy bit it's because it's the same reason we're having this conversation now. People feel some kind of way about selling their products, their services, and they love when they get value out of what somebody else offers, but they rob other people from the opportunity of having that same experience because of a mindset shift that needs to take place. And I say it's a mindset shift that needs to take place because if you're a content creating entrepreneur, how else do you plan to like, how else do you like intend to share your message? How else are they supposed to find out that you have something available if not through your content? One of the things that we did with our launch this time is I've done this for Think Media. I've done this with Ray <laughs> even is at the end of a piece that we're doing, whether it's something that it, I've honestly done this with my voice. And it's funny because I think this was in 2020. People would hear me on their live stream and maybe they go hop in the car or maybe they go from the computer to their phone. And then it dawns on them. And it's like, I've heard this voice before. Like, <laughs> like, all right, then I'll see that DM on Instagram. Like, Hey, is that you over on this? Like, yeah, that's, it's my voice. And it's very interesting. And I, it actually is very flattering at the same time as well, because I like, this is how this started. <laughs> Little backstory here. I was working with Heather over at Think and 
it was something that was missing. And I was like, okay, again, always, always a student as well. Um, and I'm thinking like, I think this would be best if we had X, Y, and Z. So I'm thinking because it's their brand, this would be great. And Heather's voice, she already had done one before. And I'm like, I, I really think like this one would go or like, we need a new one, an updated one. Let's use this one. Because at the time I'm producing micro content for Think Media. And so what other way to sell a vision than to show what that vision looks like versus selling the idea of a vision versus actually sharing it. Thankfully, have some editing chops and uh, put together a piece. And I'm like, yeah, it should be like this. And then here's the, the copy that I wrote for it. Okay, now you go say it. And so <laughs> both Heather and Mel messaged me back like, no, this is fine. Like, what do you need my voice for? This is perfectly fine as is. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, are y'all sh-? like, you know, I'm thinking like, well, not to be like, to be honest, I'm thinking like, well, I won't work here always. And I don't know. I'm like, uh, you sure? Like, you know, because you have people of. You want people to know your brand like for you, your voice, all that stuff. And I'm like, well, is that, are you sure? Like I had all these hesitations. I'm like, oh yeah, like ship it. <laughs> like that one goes. Next thing you know, uh, we're doing more. It's like, hey, can you say this? It's like, why sure? I could be the voice, right? So at that started something that has not stopped. And I'm grateful for that experience because I, at the time when I like when I first got started, I did not see. First of all, I didn't sound the same. I don't know how much truly your voice changes over the course of years, but I would think in a span of five years, your voice isn't shifting that drastically. But I could be wrong. However, I will say that the timidity in the just getting started, Diana and the Diana that you're listening to right now are very different people. Because one, I, for whatever reason, nobody being around felt like I could just, you know, talk like this. And I think it would be great. And and this is what, you know, maybe it sounds like. And even at that low, timid, timid type example voice, it still sounded nothing. Like it sounded like almost I had a frog in my throat or something permanently. All my videos sound that way. All of it. So I, I just don't know what what all went into that. Other than some fear, again, timidity and just, you know, producing a message and sharing things. But it wasn't me. The who you're listening to now is is a true essence of the who I am, like whether that be video or whether that be via audio. And so now to, you know, hear my voice and people say, man, you could do audiobooks, or your voice sounds great for ads or even when I'm doing a piece like I did my keynote for Leap Into Livestream recently. And even just the the trailer for the being a creator series on the channel. It's a certain kind of a mindset shift that happens for me personally when I'm getting ready to deliver something. I, I'm 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 vision casting here. This here, this this voice, this tonality in my voice is sharing a message and it's communicating with you. But when I want to go into vision casting, it just feels totally different for me on the inside. And so 
I become even more descriptive in the words and the things that I share. Again, casting a vision. When you think about how you present content, how you present what you plan to sell, I believe sometimes the way you hear yourself back, like I always listen now with headphones because I want to one, check the audios and things like that, but I want to check in how I'm sounding. What's the voice that is being portrayed? Because sometimes I can say, why am I sounding so lackluster, if you will? Or I need to throw some more energy and give more energy to that. Well, when you're producing content and you're sharing a message, if you're not fully sold on the what you're sharing, I don't care. It's a premium free offer. People will hear that. People will see that. And that will repel people. You can have and hire the best copywriter out there to design the words that will sell hashtag Ray Edwards and read it off completely wrong. It'd be better if it was on a website and they can read it themselves because they're at least in their mental reading it with a certain voice problem pain point already already on them. It's already on the already on their minds. It convert better that way. Versus you presenting something without a belief system behind it. So when you think about your content now, yes, you do need to work on the copy. You do need to understand that because you do need to understand that pastor framework. I think I, I don't, I'll probably never let that go because it's so genius. The person, the problem and their current and right now pain point should always be what you're speaking to, hence why we're doing this particular podcast. Who is the person that you're trying to connect with? What problem are they having? And what is the right now current pain point that you're helping them with? Those are the first few questions that you need to spend some time on addressing. Sometimes the generalized whatever random brand content that you may be producing might be okay in essence, like there's nothing innately wrong with it. But what's wrong with it is the fact that it's not doing anything. It's not leading anybody anywhere. It's not telling them to do anything. And it's not even for necessarily a a lack of call to action but it's really about a lack of direction from the creative standpoint. Every video should do a job. Every video should do a job. If your video content is not doing a job, what is it doing? Your content connects, shares or conveys a point, sells something, shares a vision in some capacity. It's one of, it's communicating something, it's sharing something or it's selling something, an ideal product, service or whatever. So you're already in salesmanship territory with your content. You just may not be in a good relationship status currently. You may need to make some adjustments. So when you think about selling your stuff, 
What are you currently putting out that needs to be changed? What are you currently putting out that you need to refine the what you're doing? Is it just I'm talking around podcasting and that's the thing that I'm teaching? So I only talk around the tools. I never recommend or share an affiliate link. I'm talking around the proximity effect, but I'm not actually referring you to a tutorial. I'm talking about a software, but I don't directly recommend it or provide some kind of a link or something for you to purchase it and for me to get an affiliate uh, commission back of that or something. I'm not selling, let's say I made a customized windscreen foam thing (laughs) that, you know, that helps with plosives. I'm not sharing that. I'm not selling it. I'm not even mentioning it. I use it. And people say, oh, we do. Oh, it's just something. I say, oh, it's like, oh, is that available? I mean, yeah, it could be. And you leave like, you, you know what I'm saying? So are your current or is your current status for your marketing techniques? Is it at a dead end? Because you just kind of left it available-ish uh, if you want to or feel like it-ish. You have to get very comfortable about recommending the things that you believe in that are good. The only time that I believe people oversell stuff, like as far as like they're selling you that this is something so incredible and amazing and it's not, is when something is marketed to the wrong person. A Happy Meal growing up, BK Big Kids Meal when that came out, um, croissant sandwich growing up as a kid kind of a deal. It was nothing better. I mean, it literally was nothing better. But as an adult, it's not that big of a deal. So if you recommend the wrong meal to the wrong person, you're putting toys and stuff in there that they don't care about, it, it does nothing for them. The reason why kids meals sell the kids menu from the commercials is because they're marketed properly. No adult is really watching that unless they know their kid would like something. But no, no adults really watching the commercials thinking like, "Ooh, let's go to McDonald's and go get that thing. It's usually the kid pushing the, the whole thing. Can we stop there as soon as they see the gold? Can we stop there? Can we stop there? Can we get this? What about this? And I saw like they won't let you get out. They, they are constantly selling you on the idea. When we pass this place, get me something off the happy menu or the, the happy meal. It is a happy menu at that point for them. <laughs> but get me something. Get me that thing that we saw. To the point that you're like, fine, okay, like enough. And they're sitting, bouncing around in the backseat, having a grand old Opry. In order for you to get people in your community, in your audience, your viewers, to start to make the transition from a viewer to somebody that even takes the plunge and the leap to get a premium free offer from you, You need to market it as a premium free offer. When I would join 
a course or something they're about, they will always, they always ask, or, or just a talk even, what do you want to promote? You know, if depending on the show, it's like, what do you want to promote? What do you want to share? I have no problem recommending what I believe is going to be of most value to that community at that time. I understand the who. I understand the messaging. So the what. And I understand what specifically we're going to be sharing to provide them value with. So it only makes sense that that next logical step be either a premium free offer or a purchasable option that's available to them. We already did the gear fix for this week, which would be Kajabi or this episode rather. But I also want to encourage you to check out Rebrandly. My community, clients, myself, use Rebrandly. Yes, there is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y. Usually you'll see it, but we use Rebrandly. That's where anytime you hear me say, even in the gear fix, diana.link forward slash product or service that I'm recommending. Because I can take a URL domain that I own, which is literally diana.link. And we probably have probably 300, if not more, different things that we link to. This also helps with tracking and data and things of the like. So we do uh, a tremendous amount of recommendations, whether that be in the blog post, whether that be in a coaching call. And it also helps to make things memorable for if somebody's trying to do something, say, oh, what's the link to the membership? And also off the top of your head, this is important and make it easy for them to type in search on their phone, not necessarily on search, but search in the, uh, in the URL on their phone or on desktop. If it was something that's a weird, awkward, super long, like I don't want people to stress and <laughs> literally feel like they're burning calories trying to remember what a URL was. And it also helps with the predictability to getting people now to the point of, oh, what's your affiliate link? It's probably diana.link forward slash the name. And about nine to about eight out of 10 times, they're right. With a minor edit, maybe it's not something just the root word. Maybe it has an S on the end or something like that. Usually they're pretty spot on. So I encourage you to check out Rebrandly. Make it easy for people to do business with you. If you don't have a website, get one. If you don't own your name, that's the first digital property that you need to own. And when it comes to selling your products, courses, or your services, make sure that you are doing it in such a way that it can be of value to people because you actually believe in what you're talking about. You actually believe in what you're selling. And it's not about being a sleazy person. It's about being a person that provides value. So that's where I'm going to leave it for this week's episode. So if you're new here, come back around for next week's episode or go check out one of the other episodes that we have on the podcast. Again, this podcast is dedicated to you helping you simplify the video creation process. But if you know somebody else, they may be able to take advantage of that. Want to get started in YouTube or starting creative videos, share the link with them. Kick them over one of the episodes that you found valuable or that you think would help them out the most. 
And if you haven't left a rating or review, be sure to do that. I highly appreciate it. And as I love to end all of my podcasts, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. With that, guys, through the passion, I'll see you on the next episode of the video Simplify Podcast. Take care. Yeah.